When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest technical analysis as Bitcoin price holds 200-day trend line, but we're currently dumping and traders predict a new low to be coming here soon. We're also going to be discussing breaking news. Swiss bank Seba gets approval to launch Bitcoin and crypto services over in Hong Kong, as well as quoting Max Kaiser, my predictions aren't always correct until they are. The Bitcoin singularity is coming. We'll also be discussing breaking news. Uniswap lawsuit judge calls Ethereum a commodity in a dismissal order, as well as Bloomberg analyst says that 2024 will be a massive year with one catalyst to spark billions of dollars of inflows into crypto, as well as Bitcoin about to witness the real FOMO and disbelief. According to Credible Crypto, I'll be breaking down his latest outlook, as well as Bitcoin ETFs now have a 75% chance of approval this year in 2023, according to top Bloomberg analysts. We'll also be discussing ARK Invest is Kathy Wood predicts a $25 trillion valuation for the entire crypto market cap by the year 2030, fueled by institutional bidding. I'll be breaking down her latest report, as well as her $1.5 million Bitcoin Coin price prediction. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this plus so much more in today's show. Yo, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience with video, visit my YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's Crypto News Alerts. Net. With that being shared, now let's break down our market watch for the day. Very unfortunately, we started dumping right before going live. As you can see here in your screen, we got Bitcoin currently down almost 3%, hanging on to $26,300. We also have Ether down 2%, trading at $1,659. And checking out coinmarketcap.com, we're currently sitting at just above a trillion dollars with about $29 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. And the dominance on the decline at 48.6% for Bitcoin. Bitcoin with the Ether dominance at 18.9%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers of the past 24 hours, we've got Maker leading the pack up 11%, trading at 1150 bucks. followed by DYDX up 3%, trading at $2.16, followed by IOTA up 1.5%, trading just under $0.16. Cents. And checking out the top gainers for the past week, unfortunately, it's a sea of red with the top loser being XDC and the top gainer being Maker at 11%. And checking out the crypto Greed and Fear Index, we're currently rated at 52, which is neutral. Yesterday, a 49, last week, a 41, and last month, a 53, which is neutral. So there you have it. How many of you are currently taking advantage of this dip? How low do you think we're likely to drop? Where do you think we're likely to bounce at? Let me know your honest thoughts and comments right down below. Much respect to the entire chat. I greatly appreciate you all. Now let's dive into our Bitcoin technical analysis for the day. Check out the charts and what is currently happening within uh, the markets. Now we were pretty steady at this level like an hour or two ago, but again, we just started dumping and I think we're currently below the 200 day moving average. Just FYI, as noted here, a key moving average is booing the lower time frame price action, which continues to preserve 27,000. You can hear the thunder 
here as it is raining here in Puerto Rico, fam. Whoa, that was loud. Anyways, Bitcoin may have retraced from its local highs of above 28, but the bears have not yet sparked the full retrace of the move until just recently as we're approaching fast uh, 26,000. Uh, quoting analyst Mustache, Bitcoin is back above the daily 200 line. A lot of people are waiting for a better entry, but I don't think that is going to happen as many analysts are anticipating a call of 25,000 or lower, but still optimistic. Fellow trader Jelly, who likewise plays significance on Bitcoin holding above 27,000, shared the following. This is exactly what I want to see after an impulse. Spike up, shallow retrace, hold at the key high time frame level, send it higher. Now, other analysts such as Rec Capital are cautious in this current climate, as we should be, noting overnight that some of these are now acting as resistance as outlined right here in this chart. And you can see that black line sitting at 25,894, which we're currently just above. Uh, quoting uh, him here, continuing on the day, we also had material indicators, likewise warning Bitcoin could come full circle, that a resurgence in bullish sentiment was required for a higher local high. So based on the signals from the price predatory trading tools, material flagged 27,760 and 24,750 as the upside and downside levels to watch respectively. So there you have it. Let's see if we bounce all the way to that 24,750 level or if 25 or even 26 holds as support. We'll be keeping you posted. And with that being shared, fam, now actually some more uh, interesting news just coming in. Swiss Bank SEBA. I'm going to uh, call it SIBA, gets approval to launch Bitcoin and crypto services in Hong Kong as Bitcoin game theory continues in full effect. And quoting Max Kaiser here, the new burst of religiosity is bringing us closer to the Bitcoin singularity. Fiat money, unbacked paper claims printed by trillions as the devil incarnate, replace Washington's portrait on the $1 bill with Jeffrey Epstein or Ted Bundy to see the truth. Uh, the truth. Very powerful words coming from Max Kaiser. And as you know, he is the fearless Bitcoin maximalist who has been long and bullish on Bitcoin and preaching the holy gospel of Satoshi since uh, over a decade ago via the Kaiser Report. It was the very first time to introduce Bitcoin on international television. So massive shout out to Max and Stacy. And with that being shared, fam, now let's dive into the latest rulings with the lawsuit against Uniswap and Ethereum being announced as a commodity versus an unregistered security, as this is big news. For the crypto sphere, United States District Court judge called Ether a commodity in her dismissal of a class action lawsuit against the centralized exchange Uniswap. And by a show of hands in the chat, let me know how many of you have ever used Uniswap as an exchange before. In the August 30th dismissal, which was yesterday, the case brought by Uniswap users who claim they lost money due to scam tokens on the exchange, the judge wrote ETH and Bitcoin were crypto commodities. Good to note. The distinction was also a part of her reasoning for dismissing the case. She said she wasn't convinced by an argument that Uniswap's token sales were subject to the Exchange Act. And interestingly, she also was overseeing the SEC lawsuit against Coinbase. And she also previously had experience in overseeing other crypto assets of the past, including one involving Tether and Bitfinex. So this shouldn't really come as a surprise. But with her comment in the... Uh, 
It's not a distinct ruling on Ether's legal classification, so keep that in mind. It comes as other judges have made decisions on cryptos, such as a July ruling classing XRP as a security when sold to institutional investors, and in recent years, two U.S. financial regulators, including the SEC and CFTC, have tussled over jurisdiction concerning cryptocurrencies. Now, SEC Chairman No Clarity Gary once claimed that everything other than Bitcoin is a security under his agency's remit, but meanwhile, the CFTC had laid claim that Ether and other cryptos as commodities per suit it filed against Binance in March for alleged commodities exchange act violations. So which is it? However, U.S. lawmakers are yet to decide on how the SEC or CFTC will be handed authority over crypto. Multiple bills to provide digital asset regulatory clarity are inching their way through Congress that vary in how to be authority between the two regulators. Some such as the Financial Innovation and Tech for the 21st Century Act aim to create a process for categorizing cryptos as either securities or commodities. Now, others explicitly hand power to a regulator, such as the Digital Commodity Exchange Act, which sees crypto spot exchanges registered and regulated under the CFTC, and the Digital Asset Market Structure Bill, meanwhile, would see cryptos undergo SEC certification to prove adequate decentralization before be given commodity status. So there you have it. I mean, we know very clearly by both the CFTC chairman is that Jerome Powell, I believe, as well as No Clarity Gary of the SEC, that Bitcoin has the green light. It is not an unregistered security, and it is deemed a commodity. So according to this judge, he's also ruling that at this current point in time, Ethereum can also be considered a commodity. However, we don't have that green light yet from the CFTC, as well as the SEC chairman, Mr. Gensler. So we'll see how it all plays out. Let me know your honest thoughts. Do you think Ethereum is most likely Likely to be deemed a security or a commodity? Let me know in the comments. And at the end of the show, I'll be reading all of your comments out loud. Now let's discuss next year, right around the corner, the same year as the Bitcoin having, six months out, scheduled to be sometime in April of 2024, which can spark billions of dollars being ushered in into the top crypto and crypto industry. So let's break this down. We have Bloomberg. Uh, intelligence analysts thinking the upcoming year could be a huge uh, catalyst for digital assets. We're talking about Jamie Couts. He said on X that the U.S. currently accounts for 80% of the total Bitcoin fund assets, despite the U.S. SEC's stance on crypto. He also notes that digital asset manager Grayscale represents 55% of that total just on its own. That's right. They control over 600,000 BTC, just FYI, and they're in the process of converting their GBTC product into a Bitcoin spot ETF, as we just got breaking news the other day, that the judge did not side with the SEC, which is great for crypto, quoting the analysts here. Now we're looking at the unlocking of billions in retail, registered investment advisor, institutional capital that will flow into the US-based ETFs. 2024 will be quite the year. Indeed, in fact, there could be trillions, so billions could be conservative, just saying. Earlier in the week, federal judge ruled the SEC must reconsider Grayscale's app to convert their Grayscale Bitcoin trust into an ETF, which gave the crypto markets a boost in the price, which we saw Bitcoin surge literally almost $2,000 in a matter of 30 minutes off of the back of that news just a couple of days ago. Count also notes that the number of Bitcoin active entities recently spiked to a high of nearly 340,000, which he says now feels like positioning ahead of the Grayscale ETF ruling. The number of active entities has 
uh, reseeded since Grayscale's legal victory and now sits at around 280000 which Couts notes is the midpoint of the three-year range. And with Bitcoin currently trading just above 26000 as we're currently dumping, that means, I mean, the market cap just all those gains we had have just been depleted, but we'll see how this is likely to play out. There's still so much bullishness in the market off of the back of that lawsuit. And now with the Uniswap lawsuit as well, working in favor of the crypto industry. So it'll be interesting to see how everything plays out. And now for our next story of the day, let's discuss the real FOMO incoming for the King Crypto of BTC. Closely followed strategists, we're talking about credible crypto, believes Bitcoin traders are very closely to feeling the fear of missing and out. Shout out to Credible. He says, uh, the real FOMO panic and disbelief start once we break back above 29 and 30,000. So if you think this pump was strong, wait till that region is reclaimed. BTC. And he makes a great point as we tend to come back even stronger each time we revisit that resistance. Credible's outlook comes as Bitcoin jumped after the news broke. The digital asset manager Grayscale won the lawsuit against the U.S. SEC and over the approval of the spot-based Bitcoin ETF. And now, according to Credible Crypto, it's likely the Bitcoin will keep soaring while the traders wait for lower levels. Quoting him here, probably the most offsides this market has been since 15,000. Would everyone think of that 24,000 breakdown was a given. The reality is there was no break in the market structure to justify the overly bearish sentiment. Maximum pain scenario is to just keep pumping and leave everyone who was waiting for a breakdown behind, like we have done so many times in the past. He's ultimately saying whatever the consensus expects, expect the opposite because likely most people are usually wrong. I think he makes a great point. Meanwhile, fellow analyst Blunts, what a great name, says he has not sold on the latest Bitcoin surge. And according to the trader, he sees Bitcoin and Ether witnessing one more move to the downside before the real recovery begins. Quitting him here, I am still not 100% sold on this move up being a, a low on Bitcoin or Ethereum. I still think that one more leg down needs to happen to complete a five of C for Bitcoin and ETH before I'll be happy to call bottoms. And lo and behold, he was right because obviously we're currently correcting. He goes on to share that the invalidation of this thesis is if we break 1800 for ETH or 28077 for BTC as wave fours can can't go within wave one territory. And he's referencing Elliott wave theory right here, which we commonly cover on the show. It's an advanced technical analysis approach that attempts to predict the future price action by following crowd psychology that tends to manifest in waves. And according to the theory, a bearish asset typically goes through an ABC wave before reversing the trend. And looking at the trader's chart, he appears to predict that Ethereum is due for one more correction along with Bitcoin before it rallies back above 2000. And that's what we're witnessing as Ether barely maintains 1600. Do you think we're likely to rally from that drop and go back to these targets as outlined by the analysts in these charts? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. Now let's discuss a topic on everyone's mind right now. What's the likelihood of a Bitcoin spot ETF being approved by the regulators this year, not next year in 2024? Because according to the experts at Bloomberg, the ETF analysts that do this for a living, they now say there's a 95% chance that an ETF be approved by 2024, but we also have a solid 75% chance of an ETF spot being approved in the United States this year in 2023, what would set the stage for the most parabolic run in 2024, considering the halving is around the corner. So now let's break this down. 
As you can see right here, Bloomberg analysts have raised the probability of an approval spot Bitcoin ETF by the end of this year, following a recent grayscale victory against the federal securities regulator. Let's go. In an August 30th post, Bloomberg senior ETF analyst Eric Balchunas said they raised the chances to 75% from an earlier 65% due to the unanimity and decisiveness at which the U.S. Court of Appeals Circuit reached this decision. In the most recent case, quoting them here, the judges unanimously uh, rep UI dated the SEC's arguments and the agency will struggle to justify further denials as it faces these deadlines. Bloomberg analyst James Seyfart and Elliot Stein added in a separate August 30th note as outlined here on X. And in his own post, Safart added that the spot ETF approvals will likely be done by quarter four of 2024, estimating the approval odds to have now skyrocketed to 95% by then. However, Balchuna has added that given the recent legal and public relations loss, a denial by the SEC will be politically untenable, as he shares right here on X. And he also, quoting him here, beyond the legal loss, there is also the PR loss, which matters because it sets narratives and changes minds. And this got covered far and wide in the mainstream media, including New York Times, Wall Street Journal, CNN, etc., and on and on. We think the legal and PR loss will combine to make denial politically untenable. So ultimately saying the SEC is not going to be able to deny it for much longer. And now over the next five days, as I shared in yesterday's episode, a big week ahead of us, seven Bitcoin spot ETF apps are due for the first deadline decision by the SEC. Those by Bitwise, BlackRock, VanEck, Fidelity, Invesco, WisdomTree, and Valkyrie, all major asset managers with the largest obviously being BlackRock and the CEO being Larry Fink. Now, Balchuna said he wouldn't be surprised if the SEC delays these upcoming Bitcoin spot ETF applications. I wouldn't be surprised either as I like to watch their actions and not listen to the words that they share because everything they share tends not to be true, right? But most likely outcome will be that we unexpectedly wake up to the SEC giving in and approving the Bitcoin spot ETFs in one hit, he said. So can you imagine that all the ETFs get approved at the same time? BlackRock, VanEck, all the largest asset managers they literally control, like if you add them all up uh, collectively, over $100 trillion in assets under management, which is larger than most of the GDPs of the countries in this world. And I mean, the total addressable market being uh, north of $700 trillion, we're talking about literally trillions of dollars being ushered in into Bitcoin and the crypto market. Hence, ARK Invest's Kathy Wood's most recent prediction that $25 trillion is going to come ushering in into the crypto sphere. We can send a Bitcoin price parabolic to one and a half million dollars per coin. So now let's break this down by Kathy Wood. Welcome to everyone in the live chat. Make sure to say hello, drop your comments, questions, and concerns. And at the end of the show, I'll be reading it all out loud. And of course, I greatly appreciate all the support, fam. ARK Invest CEO Kathy Wood is reportedly predicting a more than 2,100% increase in the total market cap of cryptos in less than seven years. Send it. Let's go. In a new interview she just did with Benzinga, Wood says that financial institutions will likely start investing heavily into Bitcoin and other digital assets, driving up the total crypto market cap. She says that one catalyst for a flood of institutional investment would be the approval of a Bitcoin ETF, better known as exchange-traded fund. And we're not talking about futures. We're talking about spot where they hold the underlying asset, fam. The chances of an ETF approval may be more likely after Grayscale's victory against the U.S. SEC, which will force the regulator to reconsider the digital asset manager's app to turn its Bitcoin trust.
trust into an ETF, says Wood, quoting her here, if institutions want to move in, that's going to be a lot of incremental demand for not that much more incremental Bitcoin supply. The only way to do that is to bid the price up. And according to Benzinga, Wood predicts that the institutional investment would send the current $1.13 trillion market cap as high as $25 trillion by sometime in 2030, less than seven years out, fam. And Bitcoin would comprise more than half of that total market cap. So she's virtually predicting 12.5 million plus out of that 25 trillion uh, market cap is going to be in the King Crypto alone. Now, the veteran investor says that ARK's base case for Bitcoin is the price of roughly $650,000 per BTC by the year 2030. And a more bullish case is that of double, roughly $1.5 million. Quoting her again, it is the first global private digital rules-based monetary system the world has ever known. That's a big idea. We think the total crypto asset market in 2030 will be valued at roughly $25 trillion. And again, she's claiming that more than half of that will be entered into Bitcoin. So let's freaking go. And now let's break down some more math specifically with her predictions on how she arrives at a $1.5 million uh, Bitcoin uh, price. Quitting her here, I really do believe that the SEC is going to lose the Grayscale case, and that's going to happen really soon. She nailed it because they obviously lost, so she is one smart cookie. She goes on to share it could happen, and it could happen quickly. As we know, the approval of Bitcoin ETFs could lead to increased demand, as many investors are aware. Bitcoin has a finite fixed limited supply of 21 million BTC, with 19 million already mined. Quitting her again, if the institutions want to move in, that's going to be a lot of incremental demand for not that much more incremental supply. The institutions might not have a choice but to send the price of Bitcoin higher for ETFs for holding BTC. And she goes on to share the only way to do that is for the bid price to go up. And what is bullish on Bitcoin and said the leading crypto can hit a valuation of a million dollars in the future. In fact, as I mentioned, her base case is above 600,000 and her bullish case is in fact roughly 1.5 million, 1.48 million to be exact when she breaks down her math. Now, Wednesday's ruling doesn't mean the SEC will approve the ETF. We have to keep that in mind with the court stating the Grayscale app has to be reviewed. Uh, quoting them here, the commission failed to adequately explain why it approved the listing of two Bitcoin futures ETPs, but not Grayscale's proposed Bitcoin ETP. In the absence of a coherent explanation, this unlike regulatory treatment of the product is unlawful, the ruling said. So there you have it. The SEC and their rulings are unlawful. You can thank No Clarity Gary for that. The ruling could mean that more Bitcoin ETFs, which are among the highly anticipated ETFs followed by several of the large players, could be nearing a launch date. And new to the ruling, sent the price of Bitcoin, the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, and Coinbase Global, which has been signed as a part partner with many of the Bitcoin ETFs. They have filed applications so much higher. Coinbase has been pumping. The Grayscale Bitcoin Trust has been pumping. MicroStrategy has been pumping. So what are your thoughts surrounding Kathy Wood and her $25 trillion market cap prediction by the year 2030 with the Bitcoin price hovering above $1 million, potentially as high as $1.48 million per coin by this date within seven years? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode, HODL.